A ver, how much would it cost for someone to pay you to shave that mustache? I don't know. What? How much am I working with? I don't know. <laughs> hey, Rick has a bigger mustache though. His is thicker. Rick needs to shave his beard, and he'll look like Magnum PI. <laughs> <laughs> El Magnum, el Magnum. Ahí viene el Magnum. All right, and welcome everybody to another episode of Thinking Twice, a post-grad life podcast from a multicultural lens. I am your host, Jesús Aleman. Uh, this is going to be episode 10 part of the social distancing series. Today we're discussing one year after graduation. And I know everyone's getting pumped uh, to go back to school. Um, all the, all the uh, undergrads are heading back to their college town to get the virtual semester started. Uh, but, you know, those that graduated, uh, you know, we, we were on different paths of our lives. So I wanted to get that side of the story. I kind of wanted to bring insight of what actually happens when you graduate, right? Because as, as first-generation students, not only did we just complete uh, something new for the very first time that no one in our family has done, but now we're also going to step into something new, and that's that post-grad life, right? And and so I kind of wanted to get some uh, insight on that. I, I called up two of my buddies that graduated about a year ago from Texas State University, my alma mater. And I wanted to get their, their, you know, their, their thoughts because two, you know, they, they both, they're, they're best friends. They met, uh, in their dorm and I'll let them tell that story in a bit, but now they live completely different lives. They're in, in different places that I, I don't pretty sure they weren't planning to, but you know, that's how life is. And, and they're doing good. They're doing great for themselves. So I kind of wanted to get that perspective. I know a lot of us, again, like when I was a undergrad, I didn't know, I, I didn't know what to expect after graduation. I just thought I was going to get stacks and, you know, <laughs> travel, I, I guess. I, I don't know what I was thinking. I just thought I was going to uh, make money. But anyways, enough of that. Uh, I'll let them uh, get into that story here in a bit. Make sure you are, uh, are all following us on social media at Instagram. Wait, I'm sorry. My Instagram is at thinkin2pod. That's the same handle for Twitter. Hit us up. Send, them, send us some memes. I don't know. Just get in contact with us. Maybe throw some ideas for the show. If you want to hop on and, and join me through Zoom, let's do it. Um, so, yeah. So, ladies and gentlemen, here they are. Enrique Ceballos and... Oh, wait. I got... <laughs> I used to always get... <laughs> I used to always confuse their names in, in college. I, they don't even look alike. They just, they're just always together. Anyways, Enrique Flores and Ricardo Ceballos. All right, boys. Welcome to the pod. What's up? What up? What's up? How you boys doing? Sorry, men. Men. I see Enrique <laughs> and Ricardo have grown a mustache. Men. <laughs> how's, uh, how's everything going for y'all? Uh, it's good, bro. Good, you know, just uh, taking everything day by day right now, you know, hoping things get a little better. <laughs> I feel that. I feel that. What about you, Enrique? Uh, same thing. Um, a little different because I kind of had a uh, plan in place. But, yeah, I'm just hitting the uh, – just hitting what I got to hit, I guess. Uh, I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. But it's been good. 
you just moved to um, California, right? Yeah, I uh, got here May 19th. May 19th? Yeah, Dang. so I've been here for a little bit. Okay, okay. Well, I, I guess this is a good time to introduce you all to everybody. So, real quick, let me just, uh, uh, let's give everyone an introduction about y'all. Uh, you know, just the basics, where you're from, where you're living at right now. Uh, where'd you go to, you guys go to school, major, minor, and the career field that you're in. So we could uh, start with uh, Ricardo. All right. Uh, so, yeah, a lot of people know me as Rick. Uh, I'm originally from uh, Dallas, Texas. But, uh, D-Town? D-Town, yes, sir. The Triple D? Triple D. Uh, what does that but, even mean? What is, I'm sorry, what does that even mean, Triple D? Bro, I honestly, I, I don't even know. I, just, <laughs> I guess people just picked it up just because, you know. Let's see. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to Google yeah. this. You keep I, mean, a, I mean, Houston had H-Town, so they're like, hey, let's, let's go with D-Town or Triple D. Somebody said, you know what? Yeah, you know, they got H-Town. Let's, uh, let's see something better. <laughs> uh, I'm currently uh, in the colony, Texas. Um, a lot of people don't know where that is. Um, and I, uh, I, I moved back home, uh, actually, uh, back in March, right before the pandemic started. Um, so I've been here for a little over four months now. Okay. Um, okay. I went to school at Texas State, uh, go Bobcat. Eat them up. And, uh, I majored in psychology with a minor in, uh, family child development. Okay. And career field, uh, so right now I'm currently <laughs> in the search of a, of a promising career, I guess you could say. <laughs> no, I bet, man. I bet it's, uh, it's tough right now. Uh, so I just Googled Triple D and it stands for Dirty Dirty Dallas. <laughs> Represents, uh, I think it refers to the old uh, city of Dallas logo. But yeah, in, in, in the hoods of <laughs> Dallas, Texas, Triple D stands for Dirty Dirty Dallas. So there you go. There you go. There you go. Dirty Dirty Dallas. Uh, what about you, Enrique? So I'm from Laredo, Texas. Uh, it's a city on the border. The valley. It's not the valley. <laughs> the valley. <laughs> Uh, I, I'm currently in Yucca Valley, which is uh, 30 minutes, I guess, west from 29 Palms. and In California, like, right? Yeah, in California, and like 40 minutes east of uh, Palm Springs. Okay. Uh, I went to Texas State University and uh, majored in criminal justice. I am currently in the United States Marine Corps. I'm an 0601 communications officer. In training okay uh so let's let's move on so typically after the introduction i like to do current events so let's talk some current events so uh so today i was reading the news and topo chico is releasing a hard seltzer what do you guys think is it too late in the game or, or what i'm done i'm pretty me personally i'm done with hard seltzers man i'm I done though yeah I, I can't i mean i'll drink them i guess if that's the only thing to drink and i'm like like if I was back in the river, back at Texas State or whatever, and that's all we took or whatever, uh, I'd drink it. But I'm not gonna. I I don't go out of my way to get a hard seltzer anymore. Yeah. Are, are they not big or uh, with with the Marine Corps? With the Marine? Not at all. Yeah, they we really? don't. You would I think, mean? You would think they would. There's, there's some guys that that do like them, and like we've talked about this before in the field and stuff. But for the most part, the Marine Corps, I'm sure you know, is like a big macho i drink beer and chug 
tequila and all this other bullshit, but way uh, yeah and, no, that's true, and that's true. i mean like i said I, if, if that was everything that was there to drink i'd, I'd drink it but uh, so, I, you know, honestly i would i would i would actually think that you that marines would be into drinking seltzer because it's low calorie right no, <laughs> you gotta make. That's true. That is true. You gotta you gotta make weigh-ins. You gotta uh, you know make sure that you're performing well. Your PFT and your CFT, and I don't know what else they have. It's been a while since I've been out, but I mean, bro, you're, it's like drinking water and it has liquor. Get masquetas, yeah. way like you know. You're, and and it tastes kind of good. I mean, and it tastes kind of good. I, yeah. Ricardo, are you excited for it? Are you a big Topo Chico fan or no? Uh, I'm actually drinking Topo Chico right now, but you know, hashtag not sponsored. <laughs> Let me but see. I don't know. Which one are you drinking? Are you drinking the the lime one? The lime one. Those are good. I love yeah. those. Those are fire. Yeah, Enrique put me on actually. So uh, I don't know. I think it's gonna be like a dark horse. Honestly, um, I definitely think that not a lot of people are gonna like it just because um, not a lot of people like like mineral water. So I feel like it's gonna be. It's going to be one of those things that if you have, like, the acquired taste for it, you're going to, you know, you're going to dig you're it. Enjoy it, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's kind of, I mean, it kind of tastes like White Claw and Truly. They kind of, they kind of taste like that, like mineral water, Cassie. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I think it's going to be a big hit. I mean, Topo Chico is, <clears> you know, the, at, at least, at least here in Texas, it's, it's the mineral water. I don't know. Have you guys watched the new Zac Efron, um, what is that new show called? Uh, Down to Earth. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That one water episode. Yeah, did you see that, Wasn't dude? That's actually that was actually a really good episode, in my opinion. Uh, I'd I'd never known about the spring water or the pure water, all that crap. No, I didn't. I recall every time I go to the store now, like it's Double spring chicken. water or nothing. Yeah, or 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 mineral water, I guess. Or mineral, no, dude. I I I mean, I saw that episode two weeks ago, and I've been buying like every time I go to the store, I buy like uh nothing but mineral water mm-hmm. i don't feel I, I i don't know if i feel different uh because i have i started drinking coffee again so i don't know if it's making a good like, I, I mean i feel good though i mean i don't i don't get as sleepy but i don't know have you seen it ricardo have you have you looked into nah, it i haven't i haven't bro well so i, I guess just a quick summarization You're, we're supposed to be drinking mineral water we're supposed to be getting all those uh minerals and magnesium and Everything, everything that like uh, Nestle takes out of water and purifies it, uh, you're you're like so you're essentially drinking purified water that has nothing in it, nothing that your body actually needs. You know what I'm saying? Right. And and, and, uh, and because you need those, your body pulls those minerals. Uh, when you're drinking that water, your body pulls those minerals. Because I get my it, it, it takes them in, and so it's making more harm to you. It's making harm to you than it would be better. I mean, I don't know how much harm. I mean, I've been drinking this shit since I was a baby. You know, say we. Yeah. Uh, but I started drinking more, more Topo Chico. And apparently, like, Topo Chico, I, I saw Topo Chico's, uh, what is it, TSDs, TSPs levels. Yeah. And they weren't as big as the ones that they showed on the show. Like, the ones they showed on the show, uh, but you should watch it. And actually, we're going to talk about this later on in the pod. So we'll save the rest for that. But Topo Chico <laughs> seltzers are coming out. This is not a sponsor for Topo Chico seltzers, but <laughs> Mr. Topo Chico, if you're hearing this, send some <laughs> Just real quick, though, just to get out of the way, what is your favorite seltzer if you are drinking seltzers? 
for me, honestly, I think it's a tie between White Claw and then those uh, new Corona seltzer that came out. Those are pretty good. Those are really good. That was really yeah. that was a really good product from uh, Corona. Dude, yeah. So back in the day, a back year in ago. my time, <laughs> a year back, ago, back, back in my time, uh, back back before the mustache. Yeah, before the mustache and everything else, uh, I would drink either the mango white claw or the lime white claw, and those were the only ones. I, I didn't touch the other ones really, unless I was too fucked up, and I would just be like, "Fuck it, I'm gonna keep drinking." But <laughs> besides so, the- uh, one more thing before we leave the the claw, the hard seltzer thing. Uh, have you seen that they're like not make not, not necessarily a michelada drinks, but like mix Mexican drinks with with the seltzers like lechon, chamoy, tamarindo, y todo ese pedo. Have you seen that? What do you think of that? Nah, it must be a Houston thing because I haven't seen that. Yeah, you haven't, I seen, haven't that? seen that either. No, mames, no. you haven't seen no. that. No. I guess you could say like flat toronja. <laughs> <laughs> about it. Well, I I don't know. So like they put like. Like they'll put like chamor, maybe maybe tomato juice. I don't know. I'll send you guys on Instagram. Maybe some of the listeners know. Maybe they could they could send it over. But mm-hmm. I'm telling you, dude, like it looks good. I um I was at the beach the other week and uh matching on specificos when when Michelada makes. So I didn't have nothing else to drink. Yeah, and I want to drive to the beach or to the store. Somebody had fucking white claws and I found the white claws with lime. Wait, no mamas. And the mango. Con a little Michelada mix. Sarosan cabrón. It was good. It was good. It was good. Mm. Okay. Okay. So let's uh, move on to the topic of the episode. One year after college. Back to the uh, barnyard. Back in the barnyard. Dude, I, I was just about to tweet that on the on the Thinking Twice <laughs> Twitter. Back at back at the barnyard. All right. Um, so let's, let's start, let's start off with this question real quick. How do you, how did you boys meet? How did you two meet? Let's, let's start there. You can go ahead first, Rick. Cause I got my <laughs> version and then you got your version. We, we got to hear both sides of the story. All right. Um, I think it was like, what, the third, the third or fourth day of, uh, like moving in, uh, well, like, of being at Texas state after we had moved in and everything. And, uh, so my freshman year, I stayed at Stary. Um, if anybody knows who that is, you know. Scary, out, scary, 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 scary. It's actually uh, uh, featured in the movie. Uh, what was that movie, Enrique? The uh, Everybody Wants Some. Everybody Wants Some. It's like one of, in the first scene. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Scary, scary. Sorry, sorry. Scary, scary. <laughs> um, and so back then, uh, what, like the cool thing about it was that for some reason, everybody. Um, well, a lot of people used to, like, hang out, like, in the common areas, like, the living room and, like, downstairs and whatever. And that's really where, you know, we all met each other, kind of. Um, like, our little group that we had our freshman year, you know, a little party group. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I remember I was down there with everybody. We were all just down there just, you know, shooting the shit, talking shit, you know, just having a good time. And then – uh I knew that Enrique, well, I had seen him like a couple times and uh, I knew that he stayed on the first floor. You laid, um, eye, you laid some eyes on him. Yeah, I was like, damn, <laughs> this guy. I was like, this guy right here. Well, this guy um, right here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and so I remember once uh, he, uh, I forgot where he went, 
Um, but he ended up leaving his phone there, I guess, because he was going to come back or whatever. And so just to, like, try to be, like, funny or whatever, I, like, hit it. And then he comes back, and he's like, hey, where's my phone? Where's my phone? He's, like, looking for it, like, you know. I was freaking out, bro. Style. Yeah. yeah. Gotcha. <laughs> and, then, and then everyone's like, bro, like, where is it? Where is it? And so I just, like, pull it out, like, from under, like, under, like, the um, cushion. And I'm like, it's right here, bro. <laughs> and I remember, like, he just, like, looked at me, like, like, so serious. And he was like, bro. <laughs> I don't even know you like that, bro. And then everyone just got all quiet, like super quiet. And everyone was just like, oh, shit, like what the fuck so, about to happen? So, so, so to add some context to, uh, to Riggs, because that's literally the same thing I was going to say. To add some context, I had just gotten there from Laredo and like I had this like different. Is this, this, uh, is this before, before class started or like during new student orientation? It was during new student, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, not I, even a not even a weekend. Yeah, dude. So I got there and I didn't know anybody. I was trying to like make friends, you know. But it was like my first time ever being like literally around like anybody else that wasn't Mexican. You know what I'm saying? So like it was right, weird. Right, Everything right. was fucking weird. It was like a lot to take in or whatever. Right. So right. like I was super like like guarding, you know, kind of like like oh what the fuck, who's this guy, whatever, you know. So when Rick hit my phone, I. I like went like super fucking the radio. I was like, I'm not gonna stay out there. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and uh, I yeah, I think I told you like, yo, I don't know you like that. No fucking yeah. or some shit yeah. like, like dumbass shit, bro. And then uh, everyone got quiet, bro. And then after a little bit, like I kind of like, I was like, oh fuck, like this is gonna make me look bad. So I, I kind of like chuckled, like laugh, you know, kind of like ease attention. Did you do the Ah, thing that everyone <laughs> does that everyone from South Texas does. Ah, I'm just kidding, man. Ah. <laughs> uh, yeah, but then after that, I don't know why. Some some of the best friends I've ever made ever uh has been through like an argument or like fighting or whatever. And Rick was one of them. And uh ever since then I I don't know how we started talking after that, but we kept bro, hanging honestly, out. You know? I don't even know either, bro. Like I thought from that point on, I was like, damn, bro, like, this guy's going to hate me or something. Like, we're not even going to be, like, cool with each other. But <laughs> maybe, there you go. Like, in two weeks, like, we were, like, out partying. Shit. Yeah, like, bro, we were fucking. Yeah, we were fucking going to fucking so, comments so, all the time. But what happened? What happened? Yeah. So, so what happened? So you, you were going to start a fight. Everybody got quiet. You're like, oh, I don't want to be this guy. I don't want to be the bully. Yeah. Uh, after that, like, what happened? Like, did you, like, did you guys kind of, like, me? took my. You I guys- think I took my phone and I just like sat down for a little bit and I was kind of like, oh, you know, like I was mad. And then I, and then I fucking, I don't know what I did, but I think I went back to my room and fucking uh, Alex, you remember Alex? Yeah. My roommate. He kind of like asked me like, like, what going, like, 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 what's going on? What happened, bro? Why are you being weird? And uh, I kind of told him like, oh, this fucking guy, I don't know. He's trying <laughs> to mess with me or some shit like that. <laughs> and then, uh, and then, uh, yeah, I, I'm, I was a big ass fucking couch potato my freshman year, that first semester for a little bit. Um, I'd spend a lot of time on my bed just while on like on Netflix or YouTube. Yeah. And I think I did that for a little while. And then finally, like Rick was saying, everybody on the first floor or just 
everybody at Stary was real, like real close. Right, right. And, uh, everybody after, was scared of the ghost. Everybody was. You know, <laughs> I don't want to get scared. After, <laughs> after after a little while, uh, some of the guys from the first floor and Rick was with them too. Um, they came into my room and like almost dragged me out of bed. Wait, they were like, "Yo, come with us to go eat this that, and the other." And I think a lot of it too was like me missing home, kind of being a little bitch and depressed. And uh, but after a while, like I I started hanging out with them again and like, you know, just kind of like trying to make friends. You know, trying to. Okay. Dude, I, I didn't even know how to talk to like people. You know what I'm saying? Because. Yeah, I mean, you grew, I grew up, up, yeah, you grew up in Laredo. I mean, yeah. it's, it's you, another Mexican, and a cow. <laughs> hey. Okay, okay, okay. So at what moment, though, like at what moment were you like, or y'all hanged out at a couple parties? Uh, I, I imagine at one point you're like, hey, what's your Snap or your IG? At what moment, though, did you guys became best friends? Like what? Can you remember to the day where you're like, oh, you know what? He's going to be my best mate. Do you, got, do you, do you have that? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Sorry, I'm, I'm, I'm cultured. <laughs> one, I think, I think the, the, the one I think that solidified, like, oh, shit, this guy's like, this guy's he a got, mate. You know? He gets my back. Yeah, yeah. He's, oh, yeah. he's you know, he's tight. Uh, we went to this party, and it was me, him. And it was a bunch of other scary people. And it was our fucking uh, Alicia. Talicia. Talicia. Uh, uh, she was an RA at Stary, bro. But she yeah. was cool as fuck. She would, uh, she, she would let us. I don't know if she let us drink in the rooms and she knew. But she would go out with us and, like, drive us and stuff. That's good. And uh, she would act. Would she give us alcohol? Yeah. Yeah, she would. <laughs> yeah. She's yeah. fired. <laughs> she doesn't even work there anymore, probably. But, uh yeah so so she was cool and, and she would hang out with us and uh this one time me it was me rick the ra um Alicia. and i don't know if it was uh was miguel with us somebody uh, else was with us, bro. i uh <clears throat> i don't know who it was but somebody else is with us yeah but we went so we went to this uh to this party right it was an apartment party and it was like a lot of the older crowd i was like a lot of juniors and seniors and shit and i was okay. kind of uh, i was like oh shit you know i'm a little fishy like i'm in you know i'm 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 with the fucking big boys right yeah. and they had <laughs> wine bro they had wine and i remember we didn't get anything to drink so party fun i Party fan. Huh? You don't show up to it. Yeah, and it was that cheap, like that gallon wine that you find like Walmart, the the one with the big old jug. So you already know it's yeah, not yeah. like good it was wine. The big ones with the little loop. You know the one that yeah. only puts one finger that's like that big. Yeah, it's the uh, it's like a little barrel container type of thing. Yeah, like the, yeah. the old timers that have that has like little X X X, and then the other, guy, the other guy's like, mind if I wet my whistle? Yo, Rick, and this RA, Inchingones, we're like, fuck it, we're going to drink the wine. So we start drinking the wine. Rick Rick kind of fiended off a little bit. Not not fiended off, but winded off a little bit. You know, he didn't, I don't know if you drank a lot, but you don't look like you because you were fine. Nah. taking care of me. Yeah. And uh, so me and the RA got fucked up, dude. And it was red wine. And uh, yo, we drank like, so. Imagine the pinche barril, verdad? The chingón, right? 
we drank like three quarters of that shit, wait. And it was my first time ever getting drunk on wine, right? That's a different type of. That's a different type of drunk, oh, though. It's a different a, type of drunk. It's not Gotcha, way and like I started fucking yakking, dude. Everywhere we had to leave and shit because I was just fucking throwing up. Just... And Rick was taking care of me the whole time, dude. And Aww. you were driving too, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, because yeah, they were so both yeah. like pretty, pretty fucked up. Yeah, so you, you, and, uh, uh, Rick was at the party. He saw, hey, these people are getting drunk. I'm gonna be responsible. no, no, no. He was, he was with me. I was me. with them. I was with yeah, them. Yeah, yeah was... but you, so you were at the party with them. They're like, "Es el barril." Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, I better not better. I should. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's I better, I better cut myself off. Cut myself that's very, off. That's very responsible of you, Ricardo. Yeah, yeah. and uh, this dude, uh, I, I, I couldn't walk, dude. And like, so there's a fucking parking garage next to Sterry, and uh-huh. it's uh, one of like the ones that the students have to use. And we have to park. I think it's like on the. It's definitely not the first and second floor. It's like it might be the third or fourth floor, right? Right. So. There's like stairs. You got to go downstairs whenever you park your car, right? I was so fucking trash, dude. I couldn't, I couldn't walk. And this dude, I don't know if he carried me, but he, he like practically dragged me away no. to my, to, to my room and like to my bed and threw me on my bed and shit, right? And ever since then, I was like, yo, that's this motherfucker to take care of me, dog. Like, yeah. that's your boy. You know? Yeah. It's, it's, it's coming out. You know what I'm saying? That's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and he wasn't, pre- he wasn't light either, bro. He was pretty, uh, Pretty hefty, bro. Back when I was still like pretty you know, scrawny, so you know, you know what this reminds me of. Have you guys seen Superbad? At, yeah, at the end of Superbad, you remember that? <laughs> the cops are coming and they're carried. A, yeah, that's what it reminds me. That's that's like Gwenta. Well, you know, uh, uh, it's one of those things that I that I um. People always ask me, you know, was was college worth it? Did you go, you know, was it cool? Was it, mainly is was it worth it? And I always say yes because you meet people from all parts of Texas or all parts of the country, right? Like you were in Laredo, uh, Rick is in Fort Worth or Dallas, whatever. <laughs> I, you know, I'm, in, I'm in Houston. Like we wouldn't have met, you know, just mutually yeah. walking at a bar or a club or you know. We met at Texas State, and I always tell them, like, you never, like, some of my best mates, uh, they're, they're, they're from different parts of Texas. And so, yeah. you know, right here, it's, 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 uh, it shows. Yeah. Um, going on to this next question. Uh, so can you, can you guys remember, I mean, it's only been a year, but <laughs> can you guys remember what it was like the right before graduation and what it was like right after graduation. Do you guys remember that? Yeah. yeah. What was it like? R- yeah. Rick? Um, shit. I'm going to open up a beer. Don't, don't worry. Ah. I don't know much. Nah, uh, I think right before graduation, um, I think my thing was, I was just worried about like passing my classes. Um, I wasn't really like too focused on like, oh, like, do I have a job or not lined up or like, what am I going to do after? I think for me, it was more like, okay, I need to pass these last classes for me to be able to, you know, graduate on time. Um, cause I was like my thinking, like I wanted to graduate on time. I didn't really want to, uh, you know, stick around another semester, like stick around another year. Like I wanted to do it like on time. Right, um, right. And so I think that was like my my 
my worry and my focus was just making sure that I passed on my classes, uh, which luckily I did. Um, but uh, the thing that also was kind of kind of iffy was that um, so I so I walked in, uh, in in the spring, right? But I didn't officially graduate until August because I had to take a summer class. Uh, and so the semester before that, when I went to go meet with my advisor uh, and like plan out like my last semester supposedly, um, they kind of screwed me over with the class because uh, they uh, me too. They didn't like <laughs> they didn't uh, I guess like fulfill like the schedule that I needed. Uh, they left out of class for some reason, um, and so. Uh, when I went to go like to try to like put in my application for graduation, uh, I could I wasn't able to because I was still missing a class, and so that was really like frustrating um, because at that point like it was a little too late to like add a class to my schedule. Right, right. I mean, so like, I also had to like uh, I had an email like a professor like to see if like they would let me into one of their classes, uh, which unfortunately they didn't. So um, it was. It was it was pretty stressful, honestly. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, because you're 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 eager to get out the door, or I mean, at least I was. Um, mm-hmm. I I was like I didn't exactly like you. I didn't even think of uh, internships or, you know, what I'm gonna do with this or what I'm gonna do that. I think I started thinking about that when I was done with finals. And, and I was like, <laughs> <laughs> but Enrique, you have a different story because you already had a plan set. Yeah. <clears throat> so. I did. I did have that 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 plan already set in motion or whatever. Things were rolling along, but I too was stressed. So I had one more class. So I walked the stage without actually having been finished uh, college or whatever. But I wanted to get out of the way because I had a date to where I was going to get commissioned in the Marine Corps and then leave right after, like a week after being commissioned. Right. So my thought process was, I'm 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 going to get graduation over with, take that last class uh get my commission like two weeks after i finish that class and then a week after that i'm off to virginia right so it was all like super fast paced right but at the same time um financial aid wasn't covering for that last class and i still had so financially wasn't covering for that class i had to come up i think it was like 1200 to pay for a summer class right yeah that's around there yeah yeah to 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 get that credit to get that class it was like stats or some shit like i sucked and uh very so easy I was class freaking out. i was freaking out about that class and i have the money for it and then at the same time our uh contract at the second to last place we stayed at uh had ended you know because it kind of coincided with the time that you're in you're in class or whatever for right. full-time students so that's that second semester ended my contract with uh, i forget the name of the complex uh ended as well and then me and rick were kind of in the in limbo you know kind of like trying to figure out where we're going to stay Oh, you guys were roommates too, right? I forgot. How many? How right. many? You guys were roommates. What three? Uh, the whole time? Like four yeah. years. Yeah. Okay. And, and uh, so, I'm trying to figure all that stuff out. So graduation was kind of like uh, I have it here in my notes. I put it came in and went in the blink of an eye, and it really did. Um, it was nice while while like while I was while we were working up to it, you know, like going to the graduation practice or whatever, and. Uh, and 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 getting my my stole, you know, getting worked on and what I wanted and my cap and gown, all that stuff. But at the same time, just like Rick, I had I had other things that weren't really letting me 
you know, like enjoy their, their, their experience. Yeah. Yeah, because I, I remember talking to you and you you were really nervous about that. But I think I think for, for our listeners here to understand is that you were on a contract and you had a date to meet to graduate. And if you didn't meet that date, there was consequences and everything. Yeah, you, you were losing your 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 discharge or Yeah, so I was pretty much essentially by by then I had already done the officer's side of boot camp. Mm-hmm. So I had already done two six-week sessions in Quantico, whatever, and I'm going to talk about that more later on. But I had already done stuff with the Marine Corps, right, that, that obviously I feel really proud about, that I went through with a bunch of my other really good friends or whatever. And uh, so I had all that stress, you know, like, damn, it, if, if I don't meet this deadline, all that's going to be for nothing, and I might run the risk of having to go back and do all that stuff again. Right. Because the Marine Corps has a plan set, and you have to meet that timeline so you can – get picked up by the school that yeah. already has you on their schedule. You know what I'm saying? If yeah, because essentially your, you know, your enlistment is, is laid out. Right. It's already, it's already planned. Mm-hmm. Like already and you have it. to meet that because right. if not, you kind of throw everything that they already put in, in, in motion for you off. You know what I'm saying? It goes to waste. So what, yeah. So what they told me was, hey, if you don't take this class and pass it, like in the next month and a half to two months, you're going to have to wait till like February of next year. And by then I had already signed that last apartment, me and Rick stayed at. And I was like, man, what am I going to do? I don't want to stay here and keep, at that time I was also working three jobs. I was like, I don't want to keep working three jobs to try and pay off an apartment. I had my truck payment. And then I was worried that I was going to hit the six months after graduation and have to start paying uh, back my, my, my debt, whatever, my college debt. So all this stuff was like piling on. Yeah, the, the free student loans. So all this stuff was uh, piling on. And I was like, dude, I got to get out of here. You know what I'm saying? So graduation was nice, but it was kind of like an afterthought. You know, it wasn't like a. Yeah, no. Like I wasn't. For sure. For, yeah, because I mean, you're not really. I mean, like, like Rick said, like you're not. You're focusing on trying to make it because you, you put in, you know, three, four years already, and you don't want to see it go, you don't want to see it go two ways, right? You want to make sure that you, you run that last lap well and perfect that. It really, I mean, in a way, it just really like, it's the most important lap because it's the last okay. one. Like you see so many of your friends come in and out of college. I mean, there were so many of my friends that came in and had to drop out. Yeah. they couldn't handle, was afraid yeah they couldn't handle state or they couldn't or or, or or something came up where they couldn't cover financially or something so it, it it's it's the last mile or the last stretch of it and you want to make sure you get it and so i i don't know if it's us just because we're hispanic and we're first generational students but we didn't care or we weren't it's not that we didn't care but we just weren't thinking of what was going to happen after that because right now the only goal that matters is that I get that diploma and then I get that degree. And then after that, I can worry about it later. Right, yeah. right now, I got to get that. I got to mm-hmm. get it. Yeah. Um, all right, gentlemen. So you guys graduated. You walked the stage. What was it like? Like, what were, or, or not what was it like, but what were you expecting after that? Like, what were you expecting those next couple of weeks after, after all that? 
uh, find a job. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah. Uh, get stacks and travel yeah. the world. <laughs> yeah. I mean, honestly, like, for me, it didn't hit me until, like, like two months, two, three months after that I had graduated. I was like, damn, like, I have a degree. You know, like, I have a, I'm a college man. You know what I mean? Like, it, it took a while for, for it to hit me. But, um, yeah, I was definitely expecting, you know, to be able to find something, um, which well, obviously not you don't, the case, you know. Yeah, I mean, you don't feel any different. Like, you just – I mean, honestly, the next day I woke up and I was like, oh, now I'm an educated man. Or, or <laughs> uh, um, I found out that um, a bachelor's degree in Spanish translates to licenciado, right? So I, I measure an advertisement, bachelor's in advertisement. So in Spanish or in Mexico, at least, soy licenciado de publicidad. And that sounds really fancy and I like it. I like saying it in Spanish. <laughs> and it's funny because I graduated and it was after, honestly, like, yes, college, I lived uh, tight with money. And, and Enrique can attest to this. But after graduation, I think I lived tighter like i was sharing a room in austin trying to intern trying to find a job it was it was it was harder for me it was harder to budget and and do all that because now you got you got student loans now right now you got bigger payments and for me it was uh it was harder it was hard i had to share a room with i couldn't afford my own room Mm -hmm. um but but it was harder and you know it is what it is but but I don't know. I mean, was that what you were expecting, uh, Enrique? I mean, well, yours, yours is a little different. Yeah, so like I said, I ran into all that stuff. Um, but uh, I guess I kind of had that plan that, that plan in place. And I was kind of in limbo because I had that class or whatever, and I was working all those freaking jobs. But um, I, too, was expecting – Yeah, I was working with you at yeah, one point. Then I left there, and I started working with uh, Joseph. And then I left there. And Shout I out to Bugmaster. Hey, Bugmaster. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to <laughs> Bugmasters. And then. Uh, did you get, you got fired from there too, right? I just, yeah, I for, did. For the record, you sucked at it. was bullshit. It. No, for the record, I, you sucked at the job. No, I didn't suck at it. That was, that was bullshit. You were partying with the bugs can, instead of killing we can, them. We can have a, we can have a different <clears throat> podcast over that. But yeah, I don't know. I expect it to be different. Um, graduation was badass, so. Um, like I said, me personally walk like walking that stage, like hearing your name and stuff. You're like, that was Damn, awesome. That four yeah. years, you know, of like a lot of different bullshit. Like that what was about jump, like what us, about jumping the river. Remember that? That was. I don't know why the, the that day the river smelled like shit, but it felt <laughs> fucking sick. <laughs> uh, when, when did you graduate? Did you graduate in August or May or December? A, it was May, though. May when we walked, yeah. Okay, see, yeah. I was supposed to. Oh, I walked the stage. I could have walked the stage in May, but I chose August because I was doing my study abroad. Because I studied abroad in Italy, I was living abroad. We'll see how we. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, but so I chose August because I was like, man, I wanted to be hot outside and that river to be nice and cold. Wait, it was refreshing that shit, dude. It was badass, dude. It was like it drinking. Felt a- like it felt like four years, just like. Okay, the one thing that I did hate about it, though, was that Enrique, uh, he graduated on a Thursday night, 
And uh, so obviously like, we went to that. We went out to the square, you know, got got a little lit. Uh, but shout my out, graduation, shout out to the square. square. <laughs> uh, I had to walk the next morning at 10 a.m. And you know how you have to be there like what, like on. two hours before or whatever. Enrique made you so, do like, that. Yes, sir. <laughs> I, I'm going to be honest, though. I'm going to be honest here for all the Bobcats out there that, that are familiar with the square. The square is actually like our bar district. Uh, similar to 6th Street, kind of. Uh, kind of. Uh, you know, Less trashy. It's, Less tra- it, well, I, it, I don't know. It had just moments. Yeah, it Different it kind of trashy. Moment. Different kind of trashy. <laughs> but, yeah. so, but, but the square is, is where all our bars are. That's where everybody goes. Um, I will say that during graduation week is the weekend that I hate going to the square because it's so packed. You can't get in nowhere. It sucks. But I only went twice. When you graduated. When you graduated. Yeah, I went for mine and I went for Rick's. And that was it. No, you did not. You went. I swear. To the square. I swear, because we couldn't get anywhere. We, oh, we couldn't yeah, get yeah, yeah, anywhere. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, do you know where? Uh, you know, hey, here's, here's a pro tip for, for Bobcats out there. Go to, go to Zellix. Ain't no one going to be there. What is that like? Mango margaritas. It's it's and the beer is badass. Beer is badass. You, got yeah. like a little, you get a little shot of Jack Daniels and a Shiner Bach for five bucks. We get must get his way. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I, like yeah, we're we're all expecting different things, and and I, I and I think all of us were excited to get that degree and just close that chapter in our lives. Mm-hmm. But what did you, what did your family think? Like, what did your mom? Uh, what did just you know family think? Like, what were they expecting? As first generational students. Uh, I mean, personally, my mom like she was she was just happy. Um, I don't think she uh, I don't think she really like mind that I didn't like have a plan in place. I right. think her like her uh, joy and like her, you know, excitement was that I had done it, you know, I, you got it. I left. Yeah. I left home when I was what, like 18 and I was there for like four years. So, uh, you know, during those four years, like Enrique said, like a lot of shit happened, you know, you go through a lot. And so, uh, I think my mom was just excited and, you know, filled with joy just to see me, you know, do what a lot of people can't do do what a lot of people uh, are not able to do um right. because right. you know like the percentage of like Hispan- hispanic first generation students graduating from college is like super low super low so man. so mm-hmm. to be able to be like above that is like i think it, she was just like overwhelmed and you know that's what made her so excited yeah, it, yeah. and it's it's interesting because it's even low well it's even low for males, um, you know, because obviously, you know, girls, women are smarter than us. <laughs> uh, but only, fact, like, only ten, yeah, that is that is fact. No, but only only ten percent of Hispanic males uh, graduate with. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Actually, you know what? I might be. I might. You know what? Don't don't quote me on that stat. Just forget I said that. Stat. <laughs> uh, but but what about you, Ricardo? I mean, this is uh, this is big, right? Well, for well, I'm sorry. For Ricardo, it was big because he was an only child. You're yeah. the only guy in your family, Enrique. Yeah. So I too was first generation, but for me, uh, my mom didn't really understand it. She uh, she stopped going to Same school. Same here. Same here. Uh, yeah. Her she she stopped going to school. I think it was like a freshman or sophomore year of high school, dude. So she just dropped out, and then started working. Uh, 
because she immigrated over here correctly. She didn't like jump the border or anything. But not that that matters. But uh, <laughs> but, but so she came over here with uh, all my tios and tias, right? And uh, they they made their life out, or they started their life out in uh, in Houston, dude. They uh, uh, that's she what I went to. She she they lived in South Park, and uh, she went to South Park High School, whatever wherever SPM went to high school. Milby. Uh, so she would yeah Milby, and uh, she uh so she grew up in that area, right? And uh, then she dropped out and started working. So that's the background, right? And then she tried to go back to get her GED or something. She didn't get that either. And uh, so for her, it was it was a little weird, but it didn't hit her until afterwards. Um, she was like, "Damn, like." You know, you you left home, like like Rick was saying, you left home and like you made it happen. You know, like you didn't. I I because she knew I didn't know what the hell I was getting myself into. So I left home and like I said, like those that that first uh like two three weeks being there at Texas State, I was just like all over the place, sad, mad. Uh, I didn't know what the hell was going on. And she knew about this because I would talk to her about it. Um. So when I graduated, she was just kind of like not in shock, but she was she was kind of like, like I, I guess you graduated, yeah. and then and then uh, it wasn't until afterwards. I think I don't know if my little sister talked to her or whatever and kind of put it into perspective for her, um, but I think it really hit her when my older sister, uh, we were talking to her on the phone or whatever, and uh, my my older sister was like, "Damn, bro, like." you graduated from a university away from home. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, it's big. It's there's big not thing. a lot of people who do that. You know what I'm saying? That leave home at that age and, you know, fucking figure it the fuck out as you know what that means here in the Marine Corps, right? Oh, yeah. But uh, afterwards, she was really proud. And I think for my little sister who's still in school right now, it, like, pushed her to want to do better way. Because, like, dude, this chick is, like, she is way smarter than me. Again, she's like women are way hey, smarter. Hey, women are fast. way smarter. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Yeah. Dude, she, she's about to finish college in like three years, man. Yeah. Like it. Her, it, took, her, it took you six. <laughs> her her okay. seeing me graduate. <laughs> her her seeing me graduate, I think, set something in motion for her. Uh, I, I, to I push think, herself. You know yeah, what I'm I saying? think I think you set a standard, and I feel like I set a right. standard too with my family and as well as yeah. Well, Rick's an only child, but what is was cousins maybe? Well, see, like my cousins, they're uh, they're undocumented, so for them it was a little, it's a little bit harder. Um, and plus, like most of my family's in Mexico. I only have a, I have uh, my uncle's family, but they're in Michigan, and so, and then the oldest, uh, she didn't even go to college. She just graduated high school and just went to work. And then uh, the middle one, she's uh. She's still going to school, but she's kind of like going to like film school. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like it's it's taken her a while, dude. Like she's been going at it for like the last like three, four years. But right. it's she, it's been hard for her just because you know like she doesn't have that um, that privilege that you know of being like a citizen and like being able to. Oh no! Uh, I, I, I bet. I you know, know what I mean? Yeah. No, it's it's definitely hard. Uh, yeah. It's it's definitely hard like that, and I think that's why it's such a big thing when when you know people uh, from our backgrounds do it, you know, because uh, like like I I think my 
I mean, I think my parents were happy. Uh, I hope they were. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> no, they, they were definitely happy. I just, it, it's something that, that, yeah, I think you're right. They couldn't grasp at first, but, or, or, you know, sometimes they question it. Like, I mean, cause I have, I have very successful uncles and you know, they didn't, they didn't get high school education. They didn't get college education. I mean, but then again, they're, you know, they're busting their ass out day in, day out and, and, and they're bringing home the bacon and, and they're doing really well. I'm actually impressed uh, for having no education and coming to a completely new country and being able to, you know, purchase your land, purchase your house, taking care of your family. Cause uh, you know, you don't see it a lot. Uh, but I, 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 when I graduated and I, and I got my job and I, and I've said this in, in my previous episodes, I think for my mom, for her to understand that, uh, or not understand, but like for her, I think it was something new because she's seen all these men in her life coming in, uh, working these hard labor jobs. And, and then here's her son, the protege, <laughs> the prodigy, <laughs> and, and, and I'm just, uh, you know, wearing uh, a collared shirt, some khakis, going to work from like seven, you know, nine to six or you know whatever and so for her it was like i mean like do you even work wait you know what i mean this is you know, like you don't come dirty you don't come and i'm like soy licenciado de publicidad uh but no no i i i, I mean i think i i i know that they're proud of me uh but yeah no i agree uh i i think sometimes it could be hard to understand but those that that do know and and, and when they do when it does click to them like oh shit as he sends out. All right. Uh, so, so as we were mentioning, so like for for all three of us, we were all uh, first first gen students. Uh, was there anyone in your life that that mentored you through college and even after college, and that you trusted for advice? Yeah. Uh, so uh, I I don't know if you remember, but uh, at Texas State, whenever you're a freshman, you kind of get uh, paired with, like, a, an upperclassman, like, uh, as a mentor. Um, I think that's so. Kinda like what, that's kind of like what every freshman has to go through. Uh, actually was one at one point, so, you know. Is it a peer mentor, or, or what do they call yeah, it? Yeah, peer mentor. Peer mentor, yeah. Peer mentor, yeah. Um, and so one of the guys that I uh, had the privilege of knowing, and I still know, and, you know, I'm still good friends, with them is uh his name is Rodrigo Aguayo. Um he's actually working on his PhD up at UT. So oh, you know Oh shit. Yeah. That's a good Shout out to him. Um he's been kind of the one that sort of mentored me like academically wise. Um and still even does um uh, to this day. Uh he sort of put in my mind that there are a lot of people, um, you know, especially like undocumented people that don't have the privilege of being able to obtain like a higher, higher education. Um, and so he kind of put it in my mind that that's kind of like what I want to do. Uh, eventually, I want to be able to help people that aren't able to, uh, you know, access that um, for any reason. Um, and I just say, you know, just be able to help uh, any like student that wants to you know achieve higher and you know reach some goals um and so he he kind of just you know took me under his wing 
um, even after he graduated, I would still hit him up like, hey, like, how do I do this? Like, what do I do? Like, if I want to go into this, you know what I mean? Um, and that's good, man. And so, yeah. And so even even now, like, because uh, I do want to go for my master's. Um, and so he, uh, he recommended a program at Sam Houston, um, which is also like, it's online. So, you know, I wouldn't have to like go over there. Um, and then luckily I was able also to, uh, intern for him during the summer. Yeah, you did. You did tell me you had an internship in Austin. Yeah. And so he just, he sort of just like put that, uh, that blueprint in my mind of, you know, what I want to do and like what, uh, you know, that there's, like, so much work to be done and, you know, that there's there's room for people that want to, you know, want to help other students uh, succeed in life and things like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What about you, Kike? I know you. Uh, so, know for me, there's, there's, I mean, there's. I, I was going to say me, but, uh, whatever. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. There's, uh, there's, there's jingles of people with, but the one I can always, like, if like these questions when you ask me i guess uh my brother-in-law dude he uh he was the one that actually convinced me to go to college i was getting ready to sign my packet to go the enlisted route in the marine corps right after high school what i did and uh and uh and i had told him about this and he knew about this because like dude i I saw this guy when i was like four or five walk into my mom's living room and i was there and he walked in in the army's like service uniform. Oof. And I saw him, and I was just like, "Yo, that's that's what I'm gonna be." Like, I don't, I don't, time nothing out. else. Time out, time out. So when I was uh, 18, I did the same thing with the girl I was dating, and her mom and her dad hated me, dude. I, I don't know, they didn't like me. But when I graduated, I got a little haircut, shut up in my dre- dress blues, bro. The Marine Corps dress blues and, and like their faces. Lethal. Like, I see that way. <laughs> I see that. <laughs> uh, but no, I mean, that's that's a big impression. That's a big impression. We, yeah, we, so. we broke up, by the way. It didn't last. <laughs> FY, in case you're wondering. Give her a shot. Give her a shot. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, I'm not going to give her a shot. <laughs> uh, yeah, so my brother-in-law, dude, he, uh, he convinced me to go to he convinced me to go to college and then he said hey look if go get your education first and then uh if you want to serve your country after that you still have the option to go the enlisted route or the officer route whatever you want to do but get your education man and he put it in terms for me this way was so at the at that point when he was telling me that he are, he had already done like 10 or 11 years in the army he was like a staff sergeant and uh he had already done three tours two to iraq one to afghanistan and he had seen a lot of shit, right? Mm. And that day, uh, he was in town. Well, they were my sister and my brother-in-law and my nieces were in town. And he was at my house and he had his laptop, you know, like the con like the government laptops when you gotta put your cat card on your the cat side card, yeah. Uh he had his laptop, right? And he had in that laptop a bunch of videos and pictures that he had compiled over the years because of his tours and stuff. And he sat me down. And he's like, look, sit down next to me or whatever, right? He's like, he's like I'm going to show you some stuff. And, like, you're probably too young to even see this stuff. But I want to, I want you to see it because no one did this for me back in 2000, right before we did the invasion. Uh, 
He's like, no one did this for me when I was in high school before I signed the packet. He's like, and uh, I don't want that to be you or whatever. I want you to make the right, make a good decision. He's right. like, whatever you do, I just want you to be informed, basically, you know? And uh, he sent me down, showed me all these videos, bro. Bunch of stuff, firefights, you know, mangled bodies. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Mangled bodies. And uh, his last tour, he was in Afghanistan as an MP. And he kind of served like a detective role. Mm-hmm. And uh, so his job was to go to IED bomb sites and take pictures like he was at a, at, a, at a crime scene, take pictures of the bomb site and everything around it so they can investigate their own, whatever, right? Yeah. All these pictures had little kids and women, old people and shit, blown up and stuff, you know, like, I don't know if you're going to include this, but like in, in like the actual podcast, but, you know, it's, it's kids, honest, it's, kids like is... arms and like people's faces stuck to car windows and crazy stuff, you know what I'm saying? And I was sitting there, I think I was 17 at the time, and he was like, you signed that enlisted package. This this is something that you might see. You know what I'm saying? And when you get out, or or have to do, or have to do. He's like, and uh, he's like, and when you get out, depending on what you want to do. And he knew that I wanted to do like the whole shooting stuff, blowing stuff up. You know, uh, classic mentality of a 17 year old wanting to join the military. Uh, so he, he, he knew that's the field that I wanted to go into, right? He's like, this is what you're going to see, dude. And when you get out of the military, depending on how many years you got, if you didn't go to school while you were in, you're going to get out and you're not going to have much experience on anything that the real world is going to want you to do for them. You know what I'm saying? He's like, I recommend you go to school because your sister right now, uh, she had her associates or her bachelor's as a dental assistant, some shit like that. He's like, your sister can go work for a dentist and she will make more than I have. And I've been in the army for 11, 10, 11 years, whatever you said at the time. He's like, your sister will make more with a four-year degree than I have after 11 years in the military. He's like, that's just to put into perspective for you, real world, you know what I'm saying? So he's always been real with me, and he's always been the one that, you know, if I ever need help or advice or anything, I'll always go to him. What's really, uh, yeah, no, I, I was going to say that at first um, because I remember you always bringing them up. Like you always, uh, when we were in college, you would always be like, oh, my brother-in-law said this. Or I would tell you something. You're like, oh, yeah, my, my brother-in-law already told me. And I was like, oh, okay. It's not a competition, whatever. <laughs> and I'm, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No, but, but you always did mention your brother-in-law. You always type. <clears throat> you always talked highly of him and, and you, you respected him. So it's really good. And it's really important to have someone like that, uh, that you look up to and that you, that you trust, right. That you trust. Uh, for me, it was a bit, it was a bit hard. Um, I, I honestly looked up to alumni at Texas state and, and even my old Marine Corps buddies, but, uh, I think for, for me, it just depended what area, like, do I, 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 I have mentors in my career field, but I also have mentors just in regular life, uh, my everyday problems, uh, and even, and, and even, you know, my friends, like sometimes I, I see them as, as some type of mentorship or, or guideship. Um, but no, I, I think it's important to have those and identify those people in our lives because it's important for us to, to move forward and be successful. And, and, uh, 
Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I'm, I'm two two beers, three beers in. All right, four. Yeah, also, uh, I also wanted to point out that uh, not to be like sus or anything like that, but uh, I guess like when it came to like life advice, like Enrique was also somebody that I went to a lot. Uh, you know, just with is... like, yeah. Sorry, no, but, like, uh, breaking news. But, like, being, like, <laughs> <laughs> but, like, being, like, roommates for so long, you know, you kind of you kind of just start, like, confiding in, the, no, in that person, like, exactly. everything. Exactly. So, and, and, no, no, dude, you, I think you're right. I think even people our age, or, or I mean, your guys' age, but in general, like, someone around your age can be a mentor, kind of. I mean, I wouldn't trust them with financial advisors. Not, no, I'm not saying you, Enrique. I'm not saying you, Enrique or Ricardo, but I'm just saying not if, me. You're, <laughs> if you're a 19 year old and then you see your buddy that's 19, I probably I wouldn't trust them with financial advice. But pick, 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 pick uh, something about them that you like. Some, you know, if you're a, you know, if you're an athlete and you want to accomplish athlete goals, seek someone in that field, you know, or whatever, whatever you want to strengthen. That's that's what I do. Like, if I want to become uh, financial savvy, I look for someone that's extremely financial savvy, and I look at them. Or if I know someone that you know wants to, for my advertising career, like I have like I probably two or three mentors, but I also have people that I look up to, and I'm like, you're the man. Like, you know, it it just depends. Um, but it's important to have those people, and I think you guys agree. Um, moving on, um, this is a fun one. How different is your social life and dating life after college? But, you know, it kind of sucks though, because you guys, well, you guys, uh, (laughs) I'm not saying that this sucks that you guys been dating, but you guys been dating, uh, someone that you were dating in college, but let's talk about it. Uh, Uh, I mean. I guess right now it's pretty pretty hard to tell just with everything going on. You know, like we don't really have like the social life that we're used to. Right. Mm-hmm. But it's yeah. Well your 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 girlfriend is still in college, Ricardo. Yeah, she still has another year left. So what about you? Keith? We'll see. You you had a big transition here. all right uh yeah so i was in a relationship before i graduated or whatever and i I think that taught me a lot about uh like living with somebody um i don't know just seeing things from somebody else's perspective and stuff like that right and uh i think that that really helped me out um and carried over into my current relationship someone who I already knew for a long time um, and someone who I could confide in. Right. Uh, but my social life, our social life, because, you know, I include her in everything now because we live together and we're out here figuring that out together, you know, and it's an ongoing process still. Uh, but both of you guys are brand new in California. Yeah. So there's, there's that, you know what I'm saying? So uh, I think trying to figure that out with somebody else, uh, I never had that mentality before, uh, but a lot of things go into play whenever you move in, moving with somebody, uh, you know, it's not just really your money anymore. It's, uh, you know, it's y'all's money. You know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah. It's not really your time anymore. It's 
I get home and I want to do something with her. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm, I'm at work all day and I want to get home and I want to figure out something to do with her because she's been, cause it's her day off. You know what I'm saying? Just for example. Right. Right. Uh, and back in college, I, it wasn't really about that. You know, I had, we, me personally, I had other things going on. I wasn't thinking uh, really mature, really on my part of my, what my partner back then, what would benefit my partner back then? You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I honestly, I was, it's messed up, but I didn't really take into account who I was with back then. And uh, it showed, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, obviously I'm not with her anymore. But, yeah, but I mean, it was, you know, you were trying to graduate, you were on a different roadmap, like, yeah. you know, because cause I'm, uh, I'm going to take a wild guess here and say she was younger. <laughs> um, so there's, you know, there's, uh, and, and here's the truth, here's the truth for everybody out there. There's different priorities for freshmen, sophomores than there is for juniors and seniors. Um, mm-hmm. Because freshmen and sophomores are getting exposed to uh, college and, and, and they're enjoying it and they're having fun juniors and seniors we're a little bit more serious we're, we're more like i'm about my paper if i don't make my rent man, yeah, like, off or, or like you're or, getting there you know what i'm yeah, saying you're like, like oh you're, shit i gotta take this serious now and 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 i will add dude that my senior year way i did not give a fuck about parties or give a fuck if i missed a party or whatever junior freshman and junior or freshman and, and sophomore like if there was a party sign me up i'm there i didn't want to miss it out i did not want to go to sleep and wake up the next morning and watch it all on Snapchat. Like I wanted to be there. Yeah. Junior and senior way, there was a big party. Even even if I was at the house, uh, sometimes I'll sleep at the house during parties. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then the next day, like I wouldn't even open this chat, like because it's the same shit over and over again. But yeah, there's different priorities. There's different priorities. Uh, then in, 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 and after after college way. Uh, I you know, as much as I want to say that it changes, it it doesn't change. <laughs> you yeah. still you still drinking, you're still partying. Yeah. Just more responsibly, right? Yeah. Because like I said, you take a lot of other things into account. Like me personally, now I have, you know, the Marine Corps and my future with the Marine Corps. So now, like me having these two beers, dude. It's, I'm not look. It's gonna sound like bullshit way, but I haven't drank beer in two fucking weeks. That's how no. busy. I've been. But but, I, are you covering your mic? But I, I me yeah. I'm sorry. There there it goes. There it goes. That's not oh, okay. Weird. Yeah. So no, no. But you're right because uh, I asked you a couple. You know, well, we planned this podcast what two weeks ago, and I yeah. told you, hey, like you know, sometimes you know, drinking some some beers helps out with the podcast to 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 get talking. And you're like, oh well, it has to be on either a Friday or Saturday. And I was like. Mitch, let's drink on a Tuesday. <laughs> but but you can't do that no more. I can yeah. do it, but if I do it, it's only two or three. It's not dollar dose where I'm going out and drinking everything that I can. <laughs> yeah. you know? What about you, right? Also, also, I think another thing that changed too was like uh I guess like senior year, like towards the end, uh I sort of just got tired of like going to like the the more like lit bars, I guess you would say. Right. Uh, it just got to the point where I would just rather go. If I was gonna go out somewhere, I I would go. I would want to go somewhere where like I, like we could all sit down and you know, have a chat. We still, yeah. yeah, we could still get you know. Yeah, we could talk, but we could also still get lit. You know, like it wasn't any more that like oh like let's go to like the bowl and like let's go you know act the pool and get trash. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. 
No, dude. Remember when we like went, especially with like my senior year, and I forced y'all because <laughs> I forced y'all. But remember <laughs> that switch where like we went from like the vault, um, and these are all bars in San Marcos. I apologize for the listeners that don't know, but the vault rooftop, uh, the mark, and we just started going to either traps or um, Zelix. Zelix, yeah. I, think I started liking Zelix. Yeah. Yeah, like Zelix was the bar down our, our uh, fraternity house. And we started going there because we could actually have conversations, drink, uh, you know, talk either talk about serious shit or joke around and, and have a good time. Mm-hmm. We couldn't do that at the other bars. We couldn't do that at uh, the Green Parrot or, or uh, you know, fuck, Maylis or maybe Maylis. Uh And we would try to do those at, at those bars. Uh, you know, I think there was a point where the grind, the grind, grinding on people, the the grind stopped being fun. And it was more about, grind. let's get to know each other. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> What's your favorite color? Shit. Uh, <laughs> um, I think, let me see. Let me see where we're at. We're going to move to, uh, you know what? Fuck it. If you had any advice uh, to give to any college student that's getting ready to graduate within a year or two, what would it be? And and you guys could break the ego first. I don't know. <laughs> you, you look uh, ready. <laughs> uh, I would just say to take it serious, uh, focus on classes. Um, you've had, I don't know, like what, like three years to get that whole partying out of your system. Get it out of um, there. Yeah, so you just get out of there. Like, I mean, I don't say, I'm not saying like don't go out, but you know, don't make that a priority anymore. Don't make that part of your, uh, your character anymore. You know what I mean? Like, just focus on passing all your classes. Focus on, um, being able to graduate on time, and uh, you know, I guess just enjoying, uh, being around, you know, your friends, being or being in that environment, um, as much as you could. Uh, just because you know it goes, it goes like that. Like before you know it, you're gonna be waking up in the morning and checking yourself out in the mirror, see if you look fly or not in your uh, <laughs> your gown. Hey, wearing that cap and gown, man, that's, that's pretty sexy. Hey. What about you? Yeah. What about you? Uh, on a more serious note, um, just like Rick said, take it serious, right? Enjoy it. Take it all in, you know what I'm saying? And you probably, it's cliche, but people probably heard this, and I don't know if I can apply it to high school, but like, uh, yeah, take it take it all in. Um, take it serious because on a serious note, after your senior year, all bets are off. No one's going to give a shit if you can pay back your, your student loans or not. The government's going to get the money one way or another, you know what I'm saying? And your credit goes into account. And if you don't have good credit in this country, you don't have shit. So you don't, you don't. Uh, as as somebody who's about to graduate, I would tell you, uh, start thinking way ahead. You know, uh, I didn't because I had the Marine Corps or whatever going on. But if I had to go out into the real world and get a job and I could go back to my senior year and do it all over again, I would me as a CJ major, I would have had different departments around Texas already lined up, you know, like for mm-hmm. me to start the recruiting process or whatever that they do. Um, I would have had my internship already lined up for me whenever I got out because in my case, I didn't do it my junior year summer. 
Um, I would have had it to where I graduated, started the internship, the internship, and then gone on to join the department and do whatever they make their recruits do right after. Uh, because in the end, they're financially going to get their money back. So they're going to uh, get theirs one way or yeah, another. Whether you're working at McDonald's or working for whatever your field is, you're going to have to pay. You know what I'm saying? And uh, it might seem important for you. It, I mean, if you're making the wrong decisions and you think going out to the square all the time because soon you're not going to have it anymore, bullshit, because it's always going to be there. Um, homecoming. Homecoming week, bro. You guys see me? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, take it take it serious because not in the real world or whatever. Uh, no one no one cares if you can shotgun in like 10 seconds in the real it's, it's world. Control. I still have that record, by the way. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, I, I think to add on uh, my advice, um, there's a couple of things I regret. I'll tell you my top three. I'll tell you my top three just because this is a podcast and it's my podcast. So I can tell you my top three. My All right, Dick. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, my biggest regret, and I'll say this right now, right here for all the listeners listening. My, uh, and I, it's not a joke. I should have fucking joined the Quidditch team. I should have joined it. <laughs> Till this day, I still like, fuck, man. I should have joined the Quidditch team. Um, uh, number two, I should have been more involved in student government. I should have. I just should have. Uh, I didn't really start paying to student government until my senior year, but I, I should have done it. I should have ran for class president, whatever. And uh, my third one, it's a little weird, uh, but I, uh, I don't know. I, 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 I feel like I missed out on the dorm life. I should have, I should have just been an RA and bought underage people with liquor. I'm just kidding. I wouldn't have done that. Uh, wine bottle. <laughs> buy them wine bottle barrels. No, but I, I, I do feel like I missed out on, on dorm life and, and I did get the opportunity to be an RA, but I, I turned it down or, you know, I, I didn't get myself get talked into that. And so I turned it down, but I did feel because I never lived on campus. I, there was a little piece that was still missing there. And that was a, the dorm life, but I mean, I, other than that, I mean, I had a blast. I, you know, we were notified together. We had we had a good time. Um, enjoy it. Enjoy every minute and second of college because once it's gone, it is gone. And even if you come back for grad school or or you know whatever, as a professor, I don't know staff, whatever, it's not going to be the same uh, because once you get that degree, like you get a degree and you're not a, you're not an undergrad anymore, obviously, but, uh, yeah, yeah, that's, that's my advice. I, uh, just though, uh, for all the listeners out here, I am going to have a back to school special where we give our hottest tips, uh, for undergrads, uh, or incoming freshmen, uh, especially, um, specifically also for, uh, first, first time, uh, first generation students. So, that's in, it's coming. It's in the works. I'm trying to get with, in touch with a college advisor. That's going to be fun. It's going to be good. Uh, so we'll see. we got some good. Uh, we'll probably have like two more episodes on back to school. So I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm pumped for that. Because uh, it is back to school. <laughs> Doesn't it feel weird though? Like it's September. It's coming like close to August, September. We're around this time. We would be prepping like, you know, 
Enrique probably just bought like a spiral, one spiral with a pen, and that was it for school. Yeah, honestly. But for me and Ricardo, you know, we were motivators. We were, <laughs> we were, we were deanless students. So we, you know, we went out and bought we our, made it our once. <laughs> five subject spirals, <laughs> not not one subject, five <laughs> subject. Uh, but I, I, I always love back to school season. Like I always get pumped up. Like I remember when I was a kid watching those commercials, like the, the back to school and, and the hype and all that. I, I used to love it. I love it. I love learning. I love going back to school. Um, I hated those commercials. <laughs> I love them. Dude. That's, that's why I went into advertisement. LOL, JK. That's not why. Uh, <laughs> but, but it is something I like. Uh, all right, fellas, uh, we're going to move on to our next segment. Uh, this is what I call the closeout Q&A. This is it. We close it out. Five questions, and that's it. So, both of you guys, what was the worst job you've ever had? Ever. <laughs> uh, being assistant uh, assistant uh, pledge educator at Vodify. <laughs> <laughs> okay. maybe, maybe I should say pay page. All right, paid, paid. Uh, no, uh, I think for me the worst job, but also the best job was uh, Ooh, that's I was working at, yeah, I was working at a a water park here. It's called Hawaiian Falls. I don't know if you guys have ever heard of it, um, but it's a water park <laughs> that we have. One of the one of the few things we have here in the colony, um, and. I was when I first started. I was uh, I was put in the barbecue pit. I don't know why they just threw me in there. They just thought that I could cook. <laughs> this guy cannot grill. He, can't, he cannot he could, cook. He could probably cook. I, I don't doubt it, but he could not grill. So that is grill now. Very funny. I can grill now. Don't but, let him cut uh, the sausage. Do not let him cut <laughs> the sausage. But uh, yeah, I mean, just being out there, like in like the Texas heat, and then adding like smoke. It like it's just it just made things bad. Um, but I mean, I had a lot of fun. Like we used to like just goof off a lot. We uh we rarely did our like our work, so um you know it was fun. And then I was there for maybe like three years in total. And then the the next year, I got promoted to like supervisor, so I had more uh, more responsibilities. Yeah, I had a little bit more responsibilities, but at the same time, I just I just acted like one of the employees, you know, just the regular employees. Just You're a fun off and like, Yeah. I, I let them get away with a lot of things. So, um, but yeah, I mean, it just, it was hard. I mean, being a supervisor, I remember one time one of my paychecks came back. I put in like over a hundred hours um, just because we had so much to do. And then you just have to deal with like angry moms, a bunch of Karens, and then it's like super <laughs> hot. and yeah, it was it was pretty bad, but at the same time, it was it was a lot of fun. Well, you know what they say? It was uh, it was the best of times. It was the worst of times. Exactly. That's that's my Marine Corps uh, tour or enlistment right there. <laughs> uh, for me, I would have to say I worked at this uh, like aspca type place but it was for like ranch animals so like a bunch of goats it was a bunch of wild they had like fucking 250 wild hogs uh no cows and a bunch of stray dogs they found in the county and it was actually in uh it's like 30 minutes from san marcus i don't know the county that's next to it 
Um, but yeah, uh, that was probably the worst job. And uh, I thought I would have liked it uh, because it's it's like a, it's an outside job. You work with animals and stuff like that, which I enjoyed working with the animals and stuff. But it sucked because uh, it didn't line up with my with school and stuff. And it I don't know. It just I thought it was going to be different, I guess. And it, it wasn't at all what I thought it was going to be. So that would be my worst. But uh, I guess my so far the best job I've had Marine Corps all day. Yeah. All day, man. It is everything I have wanted it to be. It's it's had some really bad moments, of course, like with anything else. But uh, I love the people. I love uh, the people I work with. Uh, the motivation is something that you do not get anywhere else. Like uh, people actually give a damn about what they do in the Marine Corps, and I think you can t- attest to that toast. Um, <laughs> sometimes I guess, but uh. You haven't, it's, you, it's, you haven't met a Lance Corporal yet. When you meet a Lance <laughs> I Corporal. have, actually. Some of them are cool. Some of them are dickheads. Some of those motherfuckers never. Uh, <laughs> I, was, I was one of them. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, for sure, the Marine Corps, man, it is. Well, I don't know if I'm going to make it a career yet, but, I mean, if, if I find myself doing more than four years, I'm not going to be surprised. That's good. That's, that's some good thinking right there. Uh, talking about uh, Ricardo grilling, uh, <laughs> what, uh, what, what is your guys' uh, favorite meal to cook and why? Um, <laughs> hey, the man burns spaghetti yeah. just to put it into perspective. Rick, Ricardo, so. said, <laughs> Ricardo said the simple meals uh, from H.E.P. <laughs> <laughs> nah, uh, <laughs> honestly, I do <laughs> it's gonna sound really cliche, but like I actually do enjoy like grilling like uh, fajitas and stuff like that. No, uh, I don't know. I just just like the whole vibe, just being out there, you know, just El grill, you know, mm-hmm. little beer in your hand, and then you know just chatting with everybody. No. It also adds to it. So I don't know. I just, I really enjoy like grilling like fajitas and like tablitas and things like that. That's true. That's true. I'm 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 the same way. Uh, I try to grow as much as I can when I have time. It's it's getting a little harder now because we're in, I just we're really yeah. into the communication curriculum or whatever. But uh, man, if I can get out there and grill or smoke anything, I'm gonna be out there. If there's a fire and there's a great, let's fucking put some meat on them. Oh yeah, I'm the, I'm the same way, boys. I I know you guys heard my first episode because you guys are active listeners of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> No, but uh, no, I said the same thing. I had something about a carrasada. And you guys, you guys were with me in college where we would do it every other Sunday or Saturday. Mm-hmm. And we would just throw some, uh, we'll go to the carniceria and, and, and buy some marinated fajita. Yeah. It was a good time. And then fucking and Ricardo with their sausages one day when I asked him to cut it. Was it was one time. It was one time. Jesus, I, I for the listeners out here, let me give you more context. I asked Ricardo one day to cut the sausage, and I'm talking about the sausage links, pinches And I asked him to cut them. Like all I wanted was like just cut them and cut, slice them open. This motherfucker cut them in like fry size, like little little fry size, dude. Wait, no they weren't that. Mom. He made them picadillo, basically. Like, they, they kept, like, I couldn't even put it on the grill because they would, like, fall. <laughs> they, 
They're <laughs> <laughs> following the fire. But, you know, to, uh, shout out to the boys over there, uh, Mega Delta Five Texas Row, because I still know that they do this every other weekend. Uh, that's what we do. Like, we like to have fun. We like to drink and, and, and uh, enjoy a meal because a meal unites us. And, and, you, and you, boys, you boys remember that. Uh, okay, uh, so for both of you guys here, let's say you, you know, let's say you're independently wealthy, all the money in the world in your pocket, Jeff, Jeff Bezos in your pocket. What, uh, what would you do? You don't have to work. You don't, you don't have a career or anything, or you could, I don't know, but you have all the money in the world. What are you going to do? Uh, travel. I would uh, love to travel. Um, you got you got a specific place. What is it? I see it in your uh, eyes. I've always wanted to. Uh, I've always wanted to go to Greece. Greece. Um, oh. Yeah. Okay. That's weird. Me too. Greece. It's always. What <laughs> <laughs> the? You too. It's just been, yeah. It's always, I don't know. It's just always been like a place that I've always wanted to get to know and visit. Um, you know, I've always seen like always like pictures and like videos. I'm like, damn, like it's. It seems like so beautiful, so peaceful. Um, so I would definitely travel, and also I would, you know, I would love to contribute to different causes uh, that would, like I said, like be able to help, you know, people, I guess, in need. Um, so yeah, that's very uh, philanthropic of you. <laughs> is that a word philanthropy i hope so Sorry, I'm, on, I'm on my fifth ipa right now <laughs> what about you uh enrique i know you can't do much traveling in the marine corps but if you had all the money in the world uh yeah the, actually the same thing same place no my uh, man. but yeah but if i could go to other places no no no, um, no I, w- I would like to hear your version on greece uh <laughs> well well i'll start I'll move away from Greece. Let's say, I guess sec- second place I would go to is Asia. Uh, Asia, Asia. Um, I know Asia. the infrastructure. The the infrastructure is really bad in some of those countries, and uh, I'm sure we've all heard these stories about like people who walk, like in ten, fifteen miles every day to get to school or work, yep. and they're walking on on dirt and rock and stuff like that. And uh, me being Mexican, I know that happens a lot in Mexico because. Mexico has like potholes for streets, and uh, so I guess infrastructure, man. Uh, infrastructure is important. Uh, and so people get around. That's what people drive on, walk on every day. It's a part of their life, just like their house. You know what I'm saying? Maybe they don't own it, but that 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 would be a big um, a big thing for me to want to do if I had all the money in the world. Uh, access, I guess, like provide more access to no dude that's that's incredible that's incredible uh in the marine corps you might go uh you might get lucky because we we at least myself i did go to asia because of the marine corps i visited a few asian countries uh shout out to the mu marine expeditionary unit i don't know why i said that it's not like they're going to sponsor me or (laughs) (laughs) they could probably send me a shirt 11th mu any listeners on 11th mu send me a shirt um okay so we kind of touched on this a little bit but you know i'm gonna ask it again who is someone you look up to and and why 
it could be different from the mentor if that helps yeah uh I, yeah i, no, I know thinking. what he's gonna say and it's gonna be the same thing for me oh yeah go ahead <laughs> i already know uh, that i guess for me uh it's gonna sound cliche but it have to be my mom I mean, and the reason why is just because, I mean, honestly, this woman has gone, done so much. Uh, obviously, like, she's an immigrant, so she, she immigrated here at a young age. Um, didn't know anybody uh, except for, like, a few deals in California. Um, no. But she, she went through a lot. Um, you know, she basically had to start start brand new with no support. Um, and then once she had me, she was a, she was a single mom. Uh, there was times where she would be working two, three jobs just to make ends meet. Uh, there would also be times where I wouldn't see her for like two days, you know, just because I would go to school, I'd come back and she'd still be at work. And then she wouldn't get home for like late. Um, and she's also kind of, she also motivated me too as well um, to go to college because she uh, she actually ended up getting her GED while she was working like two three jobs so that really it, it had a lot of motivation on me pushed me a lot yeah. to want to you know want to do something for myself that would uh, you know that would propel me to higher places um, and she's just been you know she's just been awesome and it's just one of those things that you know you're never gonna be able to repay your your mom for anything you know yeah no. uh, and yeah. so she she just inspired me she's always working um and i think she's going to continue to work until she just can't get out of bed anymore TBH. no no for sure for sure enrique you were going to say the same thing and Re uh, ricardo's mom yeah. as well no i'm just kidding my mom honestly if, if, if it wasn't for her like knowing my my upbringing and stuff like that and what she did for me and my sister after my dad was out of the picture and stuff and seeing her go through her struggles and stuff and to be able to sit here and have this podcast with you uh you know i owe her the world and uh like i'm not hopefully it'll go through but i'm in the works of signing a, a house for her and uh maybe sometime next week i think we're going to close on it i talked to the to the the loan lady or whatever who's uh talking to the bank who's gonna loan me the loan uh that I we're know. gonna use uh for her to uh get the house and awesome. uh they're, they're they're pretty much gonna approve it i just need to send in a couple credit card statements and uh some other stuff but yeah they told me they're ready to close on the house and give the keys to her so uh that just kind of puts into perspective for you what what kind of figure she is for me you know in my life and uh if ever if I had all the money in the world, she she I I try to give her the world. So. That's that's fucking fantastic to hear, man. You keep us updated on that, dude. Because, I mean, I and I think all of us could agree that you know sometimes we we want the best for our moms, and we don't know how much we can do to because it feels like no matter what we do and how much we give them, it doesn't feel enough to repay them for what they did for us. Mm -hmm. And. uh I, I should uh I should add this on the uh, mother Mother's Day uh, episode when I whenever I do it next year. <laughs> uh, that's good, boys. That's good. That's good. Uh, so this last question here is uh you know pretty pretty chill. This is more on the uh, 
on the chill side. Uh, <clears throat> so what, uh, what book, what movie, or what have you read? If, I don't know. Ricardo probably doesn't read or Enrique. Oh, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. I don't. I but don't. What, you know, what book, what, what movie, or what, what's something in the news or something, or something that you like that's recently? That you really recently saw, uh, I don't know. It could be Netflix, it could be Hulu, it could be Amazon, it could be a podcast, it could be whatever. Uh, what's something that you've seen and that you would recommend? And, and obviously, we want to know why. You know, don't just recommend uh, thinking twice because it's the best podcast ever. But <laughs> um, I guess. Uh... I guess we'll go with two things. So a movie that I recently saw that I was I thought was pretty good. Uh, it was called Palm Springs. I don't know if you've heard of it. It's on who yeah, it's with uh, Andy Samberg. Andy Samberg. Yeah. Yep. yeah Palm it's, Springs. It's really good. Palm Springs. Palm Springs. That's yeah, actually really good. Though. Yeah. Uh, it's really good. It's also with the girl from uh, How I Met Your Mother. I don't know if you've seen that Robin? show. It's Robin, right? Or yeah. Robin. Mm-hmm. How is it? What's a, uh, a little? Give us a little snippet. Uh, so it's it's like honestly, like, it's a really good movie just because it kind of talks about a lot of things that we're going through right now. Which Wait, is it's a movie. Or awesome. A it's a movie. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um. But it it's, it has like a lot of a, a lot of meaning to it. I guess you'd say. Um. It's also, you know, comedy, so, you know, you're going to get your laugh out of it. But it also, like, some of the things that happen in the movie and, like, they talk about in the movie, like, you're going to be like, wow, like. It's pretty relaxing. going through some of that shit, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then a show that I've also been watching is, uh, season two actually just came out of uh, The Umbrella Academy. You heard of it? No, no, no. I'm sorry. Say it again? The Umbrella Academy on Netflix. The Umbrella Academy. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's what's that about? Uh, so basically, it's kind of like a, it's like a spin on a, like a superhero type thing, but it's like a little little darker, I guess. Ooh, villain, um, villain side or what? No, it's uh, just like the superhero, like I guess like the like the good guys or whatever aren't your typical like superheroes, I guess. Um, they tend to like clash with each other a lot and uh. They tend to find themselves in like um in like uh I guess bad situations that they cause themselves to be uh, in. I guess. Okay, oh, that sounds interesting. Yeah, it, it's really good. The umbrella. Um, okay. Yeah, check it out. Season two just came out today, so so I'm watching right. right now. All right, all right. How much did they pay you for that? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> what about you? Yeah, what are you binging? So, um. I'm not binging anything that sucks. I don't really have time. Uh, but ah. I uh, not for a way. Like I'm, I'm, I'm fucked. <laughs> uh, but uh, I like to use Audible a lot. And uh, this one book I'm listening to right now because I suck at reading. I don't have the patience for it. But I will listen to stuff. Uh, I'm, re- I'm listening to uh, Black Hearts. Ever heard of it? No, I've never heard of it. It's uh. It's a book behind the rape of this Iraqi girl back in 2006 oh, from shit. one of the units from the 101st Division of the, in, in, in the Army or whatever. And it talks about what went down in the, uh, the atmosphere of the unit and how the, their command 
failed them and how it led to four soldiers raping, killing, and burning a 12-year-old Iraqi girl. So it's interesting because the things they talk about are things that have been brought up a lot uh, to us as second lieutenants about to hit the fleet and stuff and how our decisions and what we decide to make priority or not can affect the unit that you're leading. You know what I'm saying? So this book highlights what you want to avoid and things that you want to look out for, uh, things that might be, things that you might think are like whatever because of what me and you know, the Marine Corps has like, um, we, we, we bullshit a lot. We, we joke a lot and we say shit that we don't mean. Sometimes it's like uh, really racial stuff and things like that. But uh, if you, the way the book kind of uh, puts it is if you, if you, if you keep seeing it, there's this one character, if you keep seeing it, in one person, or not a character, it's an actual person, um, a soldier. If if you keep seeing it and you keep hearing about it, it should be an indicator into that person. You know what I'm saying? Like that, you it's, keep that it's something serious. Like yeah, like and uh, those are things uh, as a leader, as a young leader who is expected to have all this like knowledge and right, right, and uh, supposed to know how to lead all these 18, 19, 20, and even 30, 34, five year olds. Um, this is a a window into what you might ex- might see or maybe expect things you might run into. So, as a as someone who's about to step into something that obviously is really intimidating to me, um, I think I think it's a good book, and I think it's something that you guys could read up on too. Uh, so you can maybe not you tell us because you you've heard about this type of, like the hardships that soldiers go through. But you, Rick, um, you being a psychology major and stuff like that, uh, maybe you'll deal with somebody who's dealing with PTSD later on in your career, and uh, it'll give you some insight into into oh. what they really go through and stuff. No, and and then uh, I guess you know not to re reiterate some of the stuff, but like I remember, remember when I used to talk to you like late at night after a party or something, we're like hanging out on the porch or <laughs> after the square, and I'm like, bro, like people shit like what whatever company or or battalion or platoon you're in charge of like their actions reflect yours yeah or you know and and so or like what you decide to do is going to reflect their future because i remember i used to tell you like they're still even to this day they're still uh soldiers from iraq or from afghanistan that were given orders to you know shoot whatever or shoot a person whatever and they have to face those consequences. And it was because an officer or a young lieutenant or captain gave. So, yeah. you know, you, you got to, you know, I know this podcast is thinking twice, but maybe, man, you're thinking three, four times, you know, because it's affecting <laughs> uh, more lives than you think. Yeah. Uh, the way they put it to, to, to us, to me, whatever, here at comm school, I'm sure you know, but comm battalions and comm companies or whatever, comm platoons, most second lieutenants will go into their field and they'll work with a platoon and that's all they do. As a communications officer, you walk into a battalion and you're the battalion S6 way as a second lieutenant. So, and on, and on top of that, you're advising a freaking battalion commander right. who's saltier than you, knows way more than you, and uh, you're expected to uphold yourself to a standard. You know what I'm saying? And on top of that, the platoons that they give you right now, and this is not even us being in war, right? Um, my buddy who went through the same school I'm going through right now just got to his unit. 
guess how many Marines are under him? As a second lieutenant who's working with several other, maybe like three, four other staff sergeants and a couple more sergeants. Guess how many uh, Marines? 40. More. 120. It's over 70, way. No, my miss. I was going to say 80, but that was predictable. Ah. No, but over- that's, that's how it goes. I used to tell you, bro. I used to tell you. Yeah. Get ready for this shit, bro. Yeah. And, and uh, you know what? Ahead, uh, may, 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 maybe we need to have another episode on this on uh, Marine Corps officer versus enlisted type of shit. Yeah. Because uh, that's, an, that's another topic because uh, a lot of, you know, there's a lack of diversity in the officer military field. Yeah. It is. It is. We're going to have to say this one. Yeah, uh, but that's, that's, a, that's a book. And uh, I guess... I know we're running out of time, but uh, no, 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 go, go for it. You don't worry about the time. Hey, do not the preocupes, Greg. I saw the Joker the other day with my girl, and uh, she told me it was a really good movie. But Which I don't know the the Joker, like the the last one that came out. Yeah, this the the newest one. Okay, Joaquin Phoenix. The, yeah, the 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 really dark one. Uh, it really highlighted. Uh, uh, people with mental disabilities or issues, you know, mental I'm health. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, mental health. We and it. Uh, and this was back in like the seventies. Is a, the the setting, the time period, or whatever of the movie. Uh, but imagine now. I mean, there's more people talk about it more now, right? Right. I mean, right. you can see it all over Twitter or or Facebook or whatever, and uh, people take it more serious now. But even then, you know. Uh, Sometimes people have bad days, you know, and you, you don't know what they're going through or what they're having to deal with as a right. mental, maybe a, a, a mental issue, you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, and I don't know, it, it like really brought me back in, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's probably cliche, but it really brought me back in. Like, damn, you know, like this dude who just popped off on me or whatever at the gas station might really be going through some stuff. And he can, he really, he's like, maybe he's schizophrenic or maybe he has a, He's a, we call that one where they're going through like different moods, like constantly. Uh, bipolar. Bipolar, you know what I'm saying? Like, and people don't think about this stuff, you know what I'm saying? And they just, they're so quick to just give them the bird and go F yourself at the end <laughs> of the day after the conversation. And, you know, that, that dude that just popped off on you has a mental issue. Maybe he can't pay bills and his wife just left him for some other, for the dude down, He's down a, the you're, hallway. You're setting that bomb up, like you're setting, yeah. Right, um, so I guess, I don't know, it, it, it teaches you, it, or it doesn't teach you, but it kind of makes you tap into your compassion a little bit, and uh, that regard you should have for people on a daily basis, which a lot of people nowadays I don't think have. Uh, people are just so quick to not give a, give a fuck, frankly. Right, right. Yeah, no, no, which, isn't, which isn't good, but it's the reality of it's a reality of the world that we live in. So, yeah, it's. I think it's important to to be mindful of that, and and you know, don't get mad so quickly. But you know, sometimes it happens. Sometimes you know, a guy that's having a bad day, you know, runs into another guy that's having a bad day, and it's and then it really is a bad day. Yeah. Uh, really bad. <laughs> uh, but I think that's something you know we should all be mindful and just be better humans. Yeah. Better humans and try to be compassionate and. Uh, cause I, cause I've been trying that exercise, you know, when people cut me off, I'm like, yeah, you want to cut me off, cut me off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but gentlemen, it was a, it was a great talk. I had a fun, uh, I had, I had a blast, I had a blast talking with you guys. I think this is going to be my longest episode ever. 
but this is the first time I have two guests, so you know it is what it is. Um, thank you guys so much. Any any uh, shout outs sure. before we uh, let go? For me, a uh, shout out to all the boys back at OD5, Texas State, <laughs> hey. and anywhere else in Texas, but especially OD5, Texas State. Uh, keep doing what y'all are doing. Um, I haven't talked to a lot of them, but stay headstrong, you know what I'm saying? What about you, Have Rick? Time. I, I, you're on me, buddy. Oh, you're, oh you're, 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 your headphones on. Where'd you, where'd you, you're on me. your headphones? <laughs> your headphones we can't hear you his uh his headphones died all right everybody say you again guys, your last <laughs> you got you guys uh have a good time have a blast and uh we'll see you soon all right